0: Welcome to episode 44 of the Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and as usual, I'm joined by Brian and Kevin. We are three artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and all round shit-talkers. Each week, we take some of the endless stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, Amazon Prime, Disney+, Plus, Spotify. Wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week, we're talking about the Disney Plus release of The Eternals, for those who haven't seen it yet. We're talking about the ongoing book of Boba Fett. And we're also touching on the irish film redemption of a rogue which is on netflix now we also talk about some other pieces of irish cinema and how we feel about the representation of irish culture through the films that we put out if you like what you hear please consider subscribing to the podcast give us an l rate and review that all really helps us out and if you'd like some additional content head over to Instagram, at the Endless Cast. We put up an illustration and put up clips to go with each episode over there. That's as good a place as any also to comment or send us a direct message if you have any thoughts about the podcast or if you'd like to recommend anything for us to watch. Alternatively, you can also send us an email, TheEndlessCast at gmail.com. You can reach us over there. Stay tuned at the end of the episode, we have an announcement, we have a guest joining us on the week of the 24th of January, he is a comic book artist that has worked for DC and Marvel, we're very excited to have him, and we'll be, uh, we'll be talking to him about his career and media, so stay tuned for the end of the episode for that announcement. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. Welcome back Kevin. Happy
1: New Year! This is my first episode back. How are you? I'm good, I am um, talking to you guys from sunny... Dublin. Brian's in sunny Cork. Aiden's in sunny Dublin. It's no. not very sunny. It's actually night Yeah, It's
0: nighttime. We're recording at night.
1: I watched lots of movies over Christmas, but not many things like. What me. movies did you watch over Christmas? Ron's Gone Wrong, A Canto, um, Avengers Infinity War, and Endgame. Emer finally. We finally got to that point with did him.
0: Did did, with did she cry at the end like a proper human, or is she dead inside?
1: Uh, we are both comfortably dead inside. I never cried at those movies. Did you cry at the movies? No. Right? I got a little little teary idea. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying it's wrong, whatever. I Emer didn't cry because she's a fucking she was happy to see Iron Man dead. Wow. She's, so that, that
0: sort of redemption arc that he went on, that sort of becoming selfless didn't didn't hit.
1: No, she getting she didn't give a fuck. She, she didn't give a fuck. But I have to say now in fairness, like she she thinks it's probably the best superhero movie she's ever seen. And uh she absolutely she couldn't believe the way Infinity <laughs> War ended. And she was like, that, he fucking won. No fucking way. Oh my God, the villain won. I've never seen that before. And I was just like, yeah. And I think, I was like, we had to wait a year for the, for the other half of that, you know? But, um, but yeah, she didn't, she, she was kind of, she, she's, she's, say she was like, oh, Black Widow's not really dead. Iron Man's not really dead or Captain America. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, no, that's, that's it now. She's like, really? She's like, yeah. She's like, oh my God, they're brilliant. That was brilliant, you know? But like, it was, it was cool. Really, really cool. I loved watching those movies again. It was phenomenal. I actually, to be honest, I'd watched them again now. They were so good. I watched Encanto. Did I say Encanto? Encanto was good. You did. You did. Surface. What's that? There's a song in Encanto. I think I turned off Encanto and watched Moana. Oh. I got like
0: 15 minutes in and I went, you know what? I just want to watch Moana. And Moana is Moana. good.
1: I did actually really like Encanto. Brian, have you seen any of these yeah. movies? I've seen
2: Endgame. Yes, I know you've seen Endgame. But you haven't snowman
1: No, not the... Are you not watching cartoons aimed at children?
2: Eh, uh, No. I'm not a huge Pixar Disney fan. I I watched uh,
1: vers- the Mitches versus the Machines. How's that?
2: I did like Soul. Soul was- Soul is big, Brian. Yeah, I, I, yeah. But I'm i I'm I'm a huge I'm huge Nine Inch Nails fan as well.
1: Though that, that movie was about that is about jazz music, Brian.
2: Um, no, don't think so. I think
1: Brian's incorrect. Um, I watched the Mitches versus the Machines. That had rock music in it, Brian. You'd like it. <laughs> versus machine it's okay lead character kind of annoying what was that called that
0: they changed the name of that early in the marketing or something didn't they they
1: did what was that called like it was it wasn't so on the nose I don't think
0: yeah it was like we're the mitchells or meet the mitchells or
1: yeah, yeah. it was
0: some it was something along those lines and then they went you know what people need to know this isn't just about a family
1: driving across the city but the thing is I like the original trailers for that and stuff and then when I saw kind of the, the re-edits of the trailer I kind of thought like oh the first the first one looked cooler well, this
0: is the funny thing with it. I re- my first reaction to the trailer for The Mitchells versus The Machines was, this looks like a really cool family road trip film. I'm really enjoying the energy. I'm really enjoying the art direction. Oh, fucking robots. Yeah, yeah, like, I was the exact I was, same. I, I kind of was like, oh, I didn't need this to be that. I, I wanted it to be a little more like a goofy movie.
1: I did like it, though. Though I suppose
0: did you- that did end up at a Michael Jansen concert. Janssen? Jackson. No oh no my exposure but, to kevin early before christmas is yeah.
1: <laughs> you you stupid idiot you sound so oh. stupid Aiden. i, God I, I, damn I, I it. hate you i hate you and i oh your voice is disgusting blind and elvin were right all along
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um what i was gonna say uh but ron's gone wrong i loved loved that movie tell me about ron's
0: gone wrong then because i don't know anything other than the image of like this kid being dragged around by a giant white tic-tac
1: brian have you seen it or are you aware of it i have not seen it. zach galifianakis it's funny how i can say his name isn't it whatever (laughs) (laughs) uh
2: he he nailed that
1: i did nail it
0: he kind of did he nailed that
2: mr jansen
1: zach galifianakis yeah you kind of got that Uh, right (laughs) <laughs> um, um, it was actually funny when we were watching Endgame. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. came up, and it was on screen, and I said it wrong straight away. I was like, "Oh, like," because the signature came up, and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, there's Robert." And I was like, "I just fucked it." Anyways, uh, Wrong's Gone Wrong is actually a really, really, really sweet movie. It's actually great, and I do recommend it. I loved it. It's uh, it's just it's a, a kid gets a little robot that everybody like. Everybody has these robots. He doesn't have one. He's too poor, and then he, his parents eventually buy him one. But it's kind of it's glitchy because it's been damaged, and uh, it's this kind of kid with his damaged robot and stuff. It's like you, you know, it sounds kind of uh, everything sounds very tropey or cliche, but uh, it's, it's just it's really, really, really good. I really, really enjoyed it, and I'd recommend it. It's lovely. The
0: first animation from British CGI studio Locksmith, founded by Ardman. Okay, so it's an Ardman subsidiary, Twentieth Century Fox. Are claiming it's theirs as well distributed through Walt Disney Studios it all gets very um, fiddly when you start looking at like the number of production companies and distribution things because like Cartoon Brew had an article during the week that said Disney's first hand-drawn film in years is looking great and it was the Bob's Burgers movie but it's Fox's Mm -hmm. but Disney Mm -hmm. bought Fox and also it's sell animated and not by disney at all but the subsidiary production parent company thing means that it's a disney 2d animated film
1: do you ever feel like uh when it like say like the simpsons uh rugrats uh uh God, it's like so But when TV shows get the movie, it's like it's it's kind of hit a point where uh, it's like it, then it, then it kind of like dissipates or uh, fan favor falls. Do you ever kind of feel like I, that?
0: I think that historically, what they've been doing is riding the peak of a a marketing and a, a merchandising um, wave. Like they always held off the Simpsons movie until they felt they were sort of cresting, and then they went, okay, now's the time we need to take advantage of this before it falls off. Mm-hmm. And even then they ran for another fucking decade. Hold on. I think I saw that for like my 20th birthday. So they ran for another 15 years. Why year yeah, did that I,
1: fucking film come out? It was definitely 2006, 2007, 2007.
0: Sorry, 2007, 2008 maybe. Okay. Um, I always have like top-notch birthdays. <laughs> for my 18th, I saw Agent Cody Banks. Then I went and had Thai food. I'm
2: sorry, how old? 12th.
1: No, he said eighteen. He was eighteen.
2: That is unacceptable.
1: The, the, the worst part about that story,
2: unacceptable. The
1: worst part. He peaked then.
0: That so was. I can't, I can't even remember what I went to see for my twenty-first. If you Google whatever fucking shitty movie was out in July, in whatever year I was twenty-one, that's what I did. Then I ate Chinese food in my room.
2: That's better than going to see Cody Banks. Though, when you're eighteen, I don't know because it could have been that, Cody Banks too.
1: <laughs> that's rough yeah it would add Good up three years later <laughs> um ah well you know if you had this it, there's
0: part this part of me that enjoys the symmetry of it
1: but the thing is you see you remember your birthdays you've made me
0: deeply sad now my own decisions have led to my own deep sadness here we are do, do I cut all this
1: no 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 no
2: no, no, no. god no. Um, no um this is yeah. gold who are you talking about yeah. okay this, this is a document of your you know Decline. And in years... Rapid decline. Oh, no, felt, no, no, rapid. rapid. Yeah. In, steady, in years, steady, consistent decline. Steady. Steady, yes. From, yeah, from steady. birth. From birth. Yeah. Mm. In in years, this you know, people will study this. This will be like clinical manual for, yeah. you how, know, a new type of depression. How not to live. New. Yeah, the, ultra because, depression. Because there's a certain
0: point in a rise through growing up where it's like, there's potential. But then at there's a certain point, yeah, yeah. you're not capitalizing on it. And then it's just...
2: Much like uh, an animated TV show being, you know, turned into a feature film, it it reaches that crest and Mm. steady decline.
1: And I think you still have a lot of potential. You're looking better than ever. You got beautiful hair. You have a beautiful full goatee going on there. Um, you know, know you're doing great.
2: Fucking
0: the side growth has gone to shit because I'm descending into inability to...
2: Uh, I, I don't think it's gone to shit. I think that's in your. Yeah, head, I think so honest. as well. You just need to grow it all. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work like yeah. that. Beards don't yeah.
1: work like that. And you're great. Yeah. You're beautiful, Brian. Because I, I, I
2: actually, I don't even remember how it happened. How did that happen? I found a bunch of photos on my phone anyway that are saved in there somewhere, and there's a photo of you uh, looking magnificent, and you've never had that much hair. On the side of your face, mm-hmm. it's always it's always been up front. You've just had a bit. Uh, it's only in your head. Yeah, and when you grow it out, it grows
1: you. thick, so it, it hides it. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I will find the photo. I will send it to you. You never had that much hair at the side. It's in yeah. your head. You always look great. Not saying it's patchy. I'm just saying it, it's never been. It's in your head that it's declined. Tinned. That you've that you've tinned it. Yeah, yeah. with your worrying and fussing, yeah. it's not true. Yeah. No, you're still a handsome boy. You're both handsome boys. You're still steadily declining. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. But your, your beard is fine. Your beard's grand. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. it.
1: Thanks. Thanks, guys.
2: You're welcome. Don't look up. <laughs> Don't watch it, you know what
1: I'm saying? Off Did you not enjoy fish. it? Oh, shite. The sorry. only people
2: who didn't enjoy it are people who can't handle the impending climate apocalypse. Kev's always had a you know a anxiety around the end times, so of course he's not going to like He never it liked Captain Planet.
1: Um, I used to have an anxiety. So no, I was optimistic. Yeah, I, I used to have optimistic. an anxiety about the end times, but certainly the last uh, three years, um, that has that has absolutely...
2: And this film brought it all back. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me.
1: Actually, I'm dating Emer three years, but that's not that's that's just a coincidence. Um, no, kind of just... I don't know, it's just like a great cast and stuff, but not a good movie.
2: I thought it was great. Did
1: you? What did you like about it?
2: Mm-hmm it's funny
1: parts of it parts very few parts of it were yes
2: funny funny satire um bleak ending I liked, I
1: liked all the okay. I liked all the commentary of the don't look up and look at the sky I thought all of that was brilliant but so give
0: me give, give me a minute hen this is written by Adam McKay and David Sirota directed by Adam McKay starring Leonardo DiCaprio Jennifer Lawrence Meryl Streep Timothy Chalamet I know is in it did I see Jonah Hill Yep. Kate Blanchett, Mark Rylance, Tyler Perry, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, Kid Cudi. Um, there's a lot of people in here.
1: A lot of people wasted our time. That's why. That's Michael that's Chiklis,
0: what I'm the commish
1: Yeah, Michael Chiklis
0: is in it. I forgot he was in it. So Kevin did not like it. You, did you just not like the theme? Did you find none of it funny? Did you? Did it just upset you?
1: No, like no. The thing is, like, there's the thing is. Um, it's just like I, I think the idea is good i think the i think i think yeah i think the idea is good obviously the cast is 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 very good and um, parts of such commentary like basically i didn't have any issues with like a lot of it except for the fact it's kind of together
2: it was all shit brian rebuttal there's nothing there to really rebut he just said that he liked all the ingredients and he just didn't like it after watching it he he said nothing new there okay he didn't tell us why he didn't like it um, He just said i, I still didn't like I think,
1: it. I think like, I think it was overhyped. I don't think it's that good a movie. I don't think it deserves all the attention that hype it got. I think if, if this was
0: I a, think it got I, very I middling a, response I to it. didn't see any hype. Yeah,
2: I've seen more people dislike it and say this is the worst edited piece of trash I've ever seen. Like, I've seen so many people who just do not seem to get, you know, um, documentary-style satire. No, I get documentary-style satire.
1: I get it. No, no, I'm not talking... I'm well, sorry, I'm not
2: talking offensive. to you. I'm saying... I'm saying Cut that Because I'm, I'm saying the majority, the majority of talk I've seen around this Is people who <laughs> Is people who just Really didn't like it at all Yeah I don't know I, I didn't I see any down. hype for down.
1: it I was expecting Something really great yeah. And I sat down
2: Did you enjoy The big short It's nice to see Leo date a woman His own age though
1: Yeah But I didn't like How he got all
2: In movie yeah Of course you'd never Do it in real life Yeah <laughs> Did Did he have to be paid To do that you, Well technically Yeah <laughs>
1: But I didn't like how he cheated on her with Kate Blanchard. I liked Teddy. Teddy was my favourite. Teddy was probably the best person in it. Did you see the post credits scene with Jonah Hill? Yeah. Um the 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 high the high pitched voice iPhone guy. Awful. You know what though? Most of the characters are not particularly likable.
0: Do you know who I see in the cast, and I think sure. I'm think I'm right in this, um I see in the cast Melanie Linsky. Um who was in Two and a Half Men for years and
1: Yes, that's that's She
0: plays Leo's wife. Yeah. yeah. I like her. I remember I remember you saying, no, let me rephrase this. I remember thinking when I used to watch that show that she is doing a very good job at this character and was one of like the central, like, I know these shows are just recurring bits and whatnot. But like, I remember thinking she was really good at this and then you never saw her again or I never saw her again. And I'm just kind of like, oh, cool. She probably well, we made working.
2: plenty of money. It was it was one of the most popular TV yeah. shows for inexplicably long time. So she's probably got that syndication mm. money. Good for her. I, I
1: mean, props to her. Um, I hope she does anyway at least I hope that's why we haven't Um, seen her that uh, that show was especially for
2: suffering in that show she had Uh, to
0: play obsessively like she was she was Charlie Sheen's stalker in that show she had to play obsessively in love with him
1: that's a tough acting gig it's a tough acting gig
0: as I consult my complete two and a half men DVD set um, I remember thinking you know she was you bought
2: did you buy that on your 24th birthday shut up
1: you deserve to be sad (laughs) (laughs) i fell off
0: once ashton kutcher came into it fuck that guy no you fell
1: off um (laughs) father didn't like don't look up which is but you see that's the thing i
0: i heard very middling and like a lot of people disliking it i heard it got a really well the the response i registered from it was like a bad response so when you were like i didn't like this i'm like yeah that's par for the course and then when brian was like i really did i'm like oh okay
2: I don't know. I, like, not, not, not Kev, because um, I guess that, you know, Kev just didn't like it for whatever hmm. reason. But like I said, the majority of people I've seen talk about this, I get the impression they really... Do you know what? I was thinking about this kind of yesterday because I was watching The Eternals again. I think people get... I mean, I know they do. I get They, they get really uncomfortable when they're kind of presented with a thing that alienates them in a way. And... I can't. I can't imagine somebody watching this movie and not feeling a bit alienated because of, or kind of, kind of dissociate in a way because it's 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 too on the nose. The parody at this point, there there is literally this looming crisis, and the way it's being spun for profit, the way it's being denied. And like the climate stuff. Oh, this is the other thing. Like I, I saw people talking about it. I saw people talking about it that thought it was about the pandemic. Like they, they thought that it was in response to that because that's happening now. Like they, you know, they're missing the point. They're they're kind of not aware of climate like, change. This, Leo's in this because he's, he's, he's a big environmentalist. He's done a lot for it. He, he got a tree named after him this week, I believe. Like, so um, just a, a, a yeah, species pe-
1: or a, a one tree?
2: species, species. Um, but yeah, no, like it, Datus juvenilius. Of course, of course, people are going to, of course, people are going to dissociate in a way with a kind of a concept that is, you know, something like this, it's, or even in Eternals, you know, the idea that, um, like Eter- Eternals, if when you think about Eternals and what it's actually saying and how it is affected, I don't think people any anybody kind of mentioned this, but somewhere on some level, especially about people kind of raised here, but it's effectively saying like. The the Celestials are gods. like as far as the MCU is concerned, there's not a yet a power above them, and our existence is we're created by them, and it's artificial. And like when you when you consider you know what what role religion plays in spirituality and leadership in the real world, and this movie is effectively saying all of that is bullshit. We're created by space robots to make another space robot. And everything humanity has done, I don't think people were even consciously kind of aware of that point. But I think that's I think that's part of the reason there was a disconnect with audiences because of, of what I was saying. And I think it's the same with "Don't Look Up." It's it's like I said people people didn't get that it's about the climate crisis. People thought it was about the pandemic. And the fact is, it's it's a very on the nose parody of what the response would be if if something if something was going to like if yeah, effectively the climate thing, but uh, like if, if something was about to happen tomorrow, just the paralysis and the inaction that would occur and I, I think I think that's hard for it's hard for people to to kind of connect with
0: that people seem to miss the idea that like or at least people in the locales that we are or that we see in the media you're missing the fact that like there are areas of the world that are underwater at the moment. And and that is climate change writ large. The the concept of 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 climate refugee, a, a climate-based refugee problem, is like it's just creeping slowly forward and forward. And people are like kind of missing the point that like you know this is happening. These people's homes are gone. You know, and that's because
2: Louisiana is going to be underwater in twenty thirty years, maybe less. You know, it's. I have to go. I have to go there before it goes in the water. Yeah, let's and and, let's and do the
0: stream
1: trip to Louisiana this summer. Fucking Air Lingus flights are low. Yes. Just Brian was making some very good points there about the movie, but I also just wanted to say that, uh, I actually did think the movie was like kind of, I, I even said Imer because we were watching it and then, fell, and then fell asleep or whatever, turned it off, went to bed, and then we watched, I, I, email, I think watched it all, but I want, I fell asleep and I want to watch the rest of it. But I actually did think the, uh, kind of the latter half, was better than the first bit and I call my favourite part was when they were doing all that, the don't look up and the look down and that kind of stuff because I thought that's like very reflective of society and I enjoyed that and I thought then the end of the movie was good in terms like the last say like 15-20 minutes of the movie was good I enjoyed that I I had more of an issue with the first half of the movie or kind of that kind of I, I think it redeemed itself a bit towards the end but I just feel like kind of like with all the, the kind of the subject matter of it all the names attached and all that kind of stuff I just was a little bit underwhelmed by it Underwhelmed by it.
0: I remember something similar with like Lions for Lambs. Did you ever see that movie? I think it's mm-hmm. Robert Redford. Am I right? Robert Redford directed. Redford, Cruz. Yeah, um, yeah, Robert. He directed yeah. oh, it. Yeah. Actually, that reminds and he's of, me. in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, where it's a similar thing of like it's, I think Meryl Streep might be in it as well. It's a similar thing where people were just like. She's, think,
2: yeah. the, She's the journalist in interviewing Cruz, yeah. I think
0: this is this is yeah. a this is a film that's really trying to make a point about. The, the the cycle of war going on and and the cast is stellar and whatever the hell else but people just kind of
2: like sort of flat response to it and it's like it's a good film M- McKay brought the exact same sensibility to this that he brought to The Big Short mm-hmm. and people loved The Big Short and I wondered did they love it because it was post-crisis mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. you know so it was like oh this is a brilliant searing indictment of, of how this was uh, allowed to yeah. happen he he directed this with the exact same energy and sensibility, I think, but because it's looming, people are people are. Kind yeah, I know of saying, what you're saying. Yeah, I didn't have an yeah. issue.
1: The things is though, like kind of like I didn't have an issue with the the plot or the story or stuff like that. Like I don't know, I don't know what it was that I kind of just like really just kind of. I think I think I wanted it. Like, I think I kind of wanted it, it to hit harder or something, and I felt like moments mm-hmm. with Meryl Streep and Jonah Hill and the iPhone guy and stuff. Like it was a little bit kind of. um Almost a little bit like, like kind of, you know, it, it, idiocracy, idiocracy, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah. I think that's kind of a. I, I really like that movie. I think it's really good, but I kind of felt like uh, it was a little like I, I, th- where I thought like kind of this would be a little bit high, highbrow, more highbrow. I felt like kind of a little bit like.
2: I see what you uh, mean, yeah, because yeah, because in places this was a bit yeah, that was weird, man. In terms of like, yeah, yeah. So like, it, it yeah, it needed to go maybe full, full kind of um. Full documentary yes. or full idiocracy, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, and instead, it was somewhere yeah, in the I middle. think that's yeah. kind of stuff like that. Maybe I, I
1: I didn't like, you know. Yeah,
2: no, I get that. Yeah, that's what it is. But I, you're the first person I've heard kind of say that, and like I, I totally yeah. agree with it. Is that I, I I thought it did it well, but I can I can totally see an argument for somebody saying though, no, like it it didn't match these kind of tones. Well. Yeah,
1: because it was even even some of uh DiCaprio's performance was a little bit like I'm not too sure if you're like kind of like a now a high roller like kind of uh aware of yourself ego you know loving the attention of it or you're kind of like a wreck of a kind of human with like a. he's brian low, cox low self-esteem and <laughs>
2: uh, um, on the subject of eternals yes. seeing as it came out to disney plus mm-hmm. yesterday yes, I'm looking forward to watching. um you know and i saw people before you guys sent the tiktok about madden's stunt performer and stuff i saw people talking about madden Potentially coming back in other, he's rumored to come back in yeah well, you said some other film, not necessarily a, mm. not necessarily an Eternals yeah. film though, but um, yeah. When I saw people talking about that, they were saying uh, he was a terrible villain and he was boring, and I just I did not think not that at all. No. At all. But um, there, I, there was a there's a piece just published earlier on Empire by I think it's Ben Travis wrote it, and. <laughs> ben, long time uh, listener. He he. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying that he's um. He was saying that uh, like he's a big Marvel fan and he liked some of the Eternals, but overall he didn't quite connect with it. And he was saying that he he didn't like Madden's character at all. That he was kind of boring and stuff. But he said he rewatched it yesterday and he said it it his opinion changed okay. on the movie. And essentially everything that I had kind of said about why I liked it, um, he's kind of articulated it much better than than i ever did it's worth reading but um yeah one of the things he was kind of saying is that you know at at its core it's kind of a mystery about you know why the deviants are back and what happened and i won't say any spoilers just in case people haven't checked it out yet but i think they should
1: i I, I still i love that movie i love love that movie it's
2: it's really good. It, it it's up there. It's one of the better I, ones. i, I like man,
1: I've been saying that for ages. I've been saying that. Sorry to, to interrupt there, but I've been I've been saying that for ages in terms of just like uh, like anytime I didn't talk to customers and stuff, and they say about it, and I was just like, I'm like, I actually genuinely like really loved it, and it's actually one of the ones that I've walked away from going like I I really want to watch it again. Like I I I think it's probably the better MCU movie since um Avengers Endgame. and that's that includes uh i think that might include like far from home and shang chi black widow
2: mm. i didn't say i didn't say yep. no way
1: home but i'm just saying mm. like even though even though i actually i love no way home don't get me wrong but i actually really love the story in eternals and i love the characters and i yep. felt it was very well between
0: shang chi shang chi and black widow i think eternals gives me more i'm more interested in watch sh- the eternals introduced than what i am with shang chi shang chi it dropped the ball in the second half. We've kind of talked about this. Black Widow is... It, I don't know something about it. was just kind of flat for me, even
2: though I enjoyed it. I made this list a while back, and I moved it around a couple of times, but Eternals was consistently in my top 10 every time I kind of...
1: Yeah, to- totally fair, to man. Totally fair.
2: See stuff. Yeah. Maybe I need to watch it the second time, but I don't think
0: I enjoyed it as much as you guys. i I feel like I wanted more from... I don't know, from Athena or from whatever. Like, I think there's lots of great stuff in there, but there's something about the structure of it, the f- the way it flashed back and forth. But to come back to the idea on Madden's Icarus, I think he was a hero that I wanted to root for and a villain that I was sad for at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean?
2: Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's that it's brilliant. Like balance. He, he, yeah, like what, what he does, you know... He's kind of acting out of blind faith at first, and then he's, he's kind of defying certain things towards the end. And it was like, it was properly tragic. Um, it was great. Um, I,
1: the, it's definitely in like, it has to be in like my top 10, maybe top 5 MCU movies, only because, uh, like, when I think about the MCU and MCU movies and watching, wanting to watch them with Emer and which ones I was excited for her to watch. That's high in the list. Mm.
2: It, it does so much stuff that I think it's probably like Marvel's, you know, only second superhero team technically. And I think it did a great job introducing all these people at once. Sorry, the MCU right? say third. Oh, there's, there's only really the Avengers, right? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Okay. Guardians Perry, Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. The Defenders. I, yeah. I I, I should have It
0: did. It did a much. <laughs> The worm has turned on Aiden in 2022. <laughs>
1: your
2: sad. now. I don't call you the worm to your face often, but the worm. <laughs> There's so much in there that it, that it, I, th- I thought it did really well. Like big cast, really likable cast. Like it's it's not perfect, not not by a long shot. But um, I I think all I think all the criticism that people leveled at it are true of a lot of other MCU movies, and I think it's better than a lot of. Like I said, you know, that there's a handful that I love. There's a few that are good. I think for the most part the MC is mostly mediocre with like one or two really bad ones. But this is one of the good ones. Like it's I really, really do enjoy it. It was it's great that so much stuff that I kind of really didn't appreciate the first time, but like uh, I think it was Raman Jawadi did the the music for it and some like kind of it's a proper kind of almost hard rock superhero theme and it's big and it's it's just borderline cheesy i'm and happy you liked it now it's great yeah, like it, i'm happy like it more now no no I, I i like it as just as much as mm. i i did because I, I really quite liked it like it's not on a rewatch i'm just saying that mm. on sure. a rewatch i think there's a better case for it i think I, I I really don't see how anybody could watch it and think think it's balls i, I don't see how an mcu fan mm. could watch it and i get what aiden's saying about like the the structure that and that the it. kind of the plot structure and stuff like that. But, um, and again, like when, when I, when I saw it the first time, I thought it started really well. And I was like, oh, I knew everybody was kind of, you know, jumping on the bandwagon, criticizing this. The stuff in London at the start is clunky as fuck. It Just is bad. Because I, 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 I I, re- I sat there kind of going, this is fine. This is actually really enjoyable to going, oh, God, this is mm. bad. This is so bad. Is it going to get better again? It does. And it uh, does. To be honest, thankfully, it kind of
1: it. Lo- this sounds pretty bad or a bit stupid, but kind once of they move off from that London scene, the movie starts and it's good.
0: They, they've yep. got to get past that Babylon yep. scene as well at the start. Like the Babylon is like a second opening. It, it's, it's, yep. it's, We talked about that at the same time. Like the scene in, yep. is it early Mesopotamia? Mm. Where they where they encountered the tribe <laughs> oh, for the yes. first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful and it's yeah, shot yeah. very operatically and it was in the trailer and I I loved that. But then when we did the like second reintroduction, I was like, fuck that. Just yeah. let's just go upstairs, and, like, let's the, see Salma, the, commune with Ashram or what was the name of him?
1: Uh Arisham. Yeah. Do you know
2: uh, the Deviants still suck as well and Crow yeah. or whatever he's called. Just, oh, just man, like forget, like when, I, when I watched it again yesterday, I, I yeah. forgot that yeah. he was there. As I get back to Icarus. Yeah. Well, you know beach, what? It's just
1: it's um, just a plot device really. Like it's, they, I don't think they ever yeah. kind of like, and if anything, it's kind of a little bit of a, of a red herring in terms of what people were expecting from the movie thinking the Deviants were going to be the villain. I, re-
0: I really wanted him to like, I, it's clunky and it's done elsewhere, but I wanted him to get enough. I wanted him to absorb enough of the people for us to see To him, to to him, sorry,
1: for him to Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you, you shithead?
2: Jesus, man, this is
0: for him to achieve a human eternal-like state for us Mm -hmm. to realize that there had been a a a deviation or a a contamination of this person. In the same way that I liked ultimately what they did with the villain in that last Star Trek movie with Pine where it was Idris Elba and he slowly turned back into a human and you're like, oh God, he went out into the world and became so contaminated trying to survive that we've lost sight of the fact that like, he was one of us. He's just put upon by th- what he had to face. Like it made him kind Something of... Something occurred impotent. to me as well.
1: For all that to fucking bring it back to Star Trek. Waste of time. You can cut that. <laughs> Brian, please continue. <laughs>
2: um... Because it occurred to me watching it yesterday as well about, I think, why, what, what we've had No Way Home, Hawkeye, what else? Since Endgame or? Is it just those two? Since what? Since, But, but basically, sorry, what, what I was trying to get at is that there is a world, like, world changing thing happens at the end of a tournament. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see. Do we know where that what sits happens yeah. in the world? Yeah, so so where does that sit? Like is do do No Way Home and Hawkeye happen before a giant golden well, thing it, starts rising out of the, the Indian Ocean or It's interesting has that yet to happen when Hawkeye's I, I, Eternals I, was supposed to be out four months before any of the T V shows. Oh yeah. Yeah, and like this is the thing. I, I, I always like when there's something kind of big world changing in the in the mcu in world because it's like what ramifications does this have for the rest of the stuff and then nothing in hawkeye dealt mm-hmm. with that you know and it's like where did this happen yeah. then? all you needed
0: was a line um, from sign Seinf- from sign from yeah.
2: you did that one on purpose please tell me you did that on purpose otherwise we should just call it a night this is
1: this is it's it's just outrageous. how you normally feel talking to me because this is unbearable <laughs> this is how he feels. god You're awful, Aiden. I'm awful, but you're worse. I'm, I'm much more tolerant.
0: <laughs> All we needed was a line from Steinfeld saying, "A giant hand just popped out of the ocean." You know what I mean? You need yeah, something. Yeah, no, address it somewhere some
1: Yeah, um, but maybe, maybe yeah. there's just the real world uh, thing of like, kind of, not everybody may see eternal, so they don't want to spoil it. Also, I was just on, on a, note about, <laughs> a note about Eternals. It's actually one of the only times I've walked away from MCU and like you'll be in the shop or something and I see like the, the, the action figures and I'm just like, Oh, I want to build a giant Gilgamesh. I really want to collect them all. Which was
2: Gil- is which is Gilgamesh? Is that how toys Gilgamesh. for this work?
1: Yeah. Don you, Lee you buy the action figures and then you yeah get a piece of Gilgamesh you build, and you build a giant
2: you build on the yeah, nice yeah. I mean that's
1: that's, that true. That, 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 yeah, I that's that's what's confusing
0: me because I think you said something similar like that before because I feel like I should buy all of the Eternals and get Asherem. No, no, you, you get Gilgamesh. the
1: beer. yeah.
2: Get down real Real yeah. life Lee. who cares? If he comes buy, to your house yeah. and he slaps you with his massive yeah, yeah, in...
1: Jesus Christ, that's man. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> like just just get him to stand in for any like Hulk hands that they need to do in movies and stuff. The guy's
2: a beast. Yep, I, I really hope they do get sequels. I really I was really happy. Well, that's
0: it. like that's that's how we got off in this direction.
2: Was um, sorry, I just want to say one other thing that I didn't like about it. I really like the costume conceptually, but there's something happens between this. Like at the start, they look cool, and at the end, it just looks like they're wearing uh, bits of plastic over a rash vest. Yeah, and I, I don't think- know what happened there, but at the start, they're like this is cool and at the end everybody's just in their fucking gym gear in their jujitsu gear or something it's like what happened to the, what yeah
0: yeah i think that i think there's like yeah, there's so. the gear for the hero shot and then there's the gear for when they have to move
2: yeah yeah um, you, yeah but don't they cgi all that stuff that's a fair question they usually pretty much all the costume all the costumes are pretty they, awesome. could, they literally yeah.
1: could have just made so, them though those costumes like the rash vest in plastic if they simplified it it would have looked better
2: so like let's, think of them in
1: the comics, you know.
0: Let's steer this a little bit because, I, yeah, I do want to. I I want to allow a natural conversation to happen, but we're basically saying things we said on the, on the Eternals episode. By the time we have got to the costumes thing, um, yeah, but now I'm saying yeah, it Brian twice it more for,
1: now, so it's different. More enthusiasm. He's okay. happy. You wouldn't know what that's about. But go on and
2: steer it whatever way you want. It. I
0: I like to grind things to a complete halt and just shut down pretty fun conversations.
2: What do we think? Is it working? I I got a complaint about that. Did you? It's too much dead air. Yeah. Did you? I... Yeah. From who? (laughs) I won't name any names. But I was just saying that, you know, they were saying that maybe because we can all see each other when we're laughing, that's cool. But sometimes there's a lot of Aiden grinding stuff to a halt and they hate it. They're not a fan. I've also got complaints
1: that um, you're wrong about Hawkeye and Hawkeye is good from three or four people.
2: So I'm
0: I'm grinding things to a halt. Oh, no, he took that serious. (laughs) Oh God! Do, but is, do we mean this or? It's okay.
1: It's okay. No, don't, don't, don't say
0: it's okay. Don't worry. Just tell me whether or not that's a true piece of feedback, so that I can decide whether or not I need to implement change. Brian lied to
1: him and just said it's not true. Oh God, it's true! <laughs> <laughs> now, it's now it's slowed Now it's slow down again. Say something, yeah, Jesus come on, Christ! You the steer it. Steer it.
2: All right. From now on, I'm just going to start narrating your actions.
1: I saw a car crash day.
2: Aiden wipes a flop sweat from his brow. <laughs> When he sips a bottle of water.
1: I literally saw a car crash today and it was better than this. Holy <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Did you watch the book of Boba Fett this week?
2: No,
1: I didn't watch it any week. God,
2: I was watching it going, this kind of sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, no, that, I'm, I'm being harsh. Uh, I was watching it going, this isn't as good as last week and I'm curious to see whose name is on the credits at the end. Um, I was also, it kind of occurred to me that if this was an entirely new franchise mm-hmm. like if star wars came out even 5 years ago let's say there's a lot of there's a lot of production design that is intended to make it look like it's part of the same universe that was established in the 70s mm-hmm. a lot of it particularly in yesterday's episode doesn't work it mm. it doesn't look retro it just looks Bad. Do you mean the Vespas? The Vespas were part of it, but not just the Vespas. Just there's a lot of stuff. Those two big green dudes—they look like those. two pro I wrestlers saw, wearing yeah, pig I masks. Saw, I saw like those there's
1: chunky boys, and let me tell you, mm-hmm. if the, I meet
2: there's stuff like that 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 just doesn't work. Um, and, interesting.
1: Um, I thought I thought a force it, it, it did a good look, job of it doesn't look
2: kind of you, retaining some stuff yeah.
1: and.
0: Yeah. i i yeah. think that there's a little bit yeah. with that and i i know what you're saying about the gammareans there is something about the way these this show is art directed that is cleaner and drier and shinier looking and more palatable to a viewer i think like it it feels like the, the sort of matte look that you got in the Clone Wars cartoon. And I know I'm only saying that because Filoni's involved. But if you go back and watch Jedi and you see those guards in Jabba's palace, there's a stickiness to them. They look like they're sweaty, oozy pigmen that have just been... Like, they look gross. And these guys are just walking around painted kind of green. And it's like, that's not the same thing. Like, even even mm-hmm. um, Baba's armor looks a little too... Nicely matte painted. um The Twi'leks that own the bar. I said it before. Bib Fortuna. When you see him for the first time in Return of the Jedi with the the head tail guy, that guy, and um, he's got like filthy bloody teeth and like he's almost got black contact lens eyes and he looks truly alien. And the ones running the bar is just like cocktail waitress. Like it's and the guy who's the the mayor. Thing, yeah, it's, he's it's
2: just, just Jennifer Beale with the uh, you know yeah with the makeup yeah, on. She needs like fucking. Yeah. Ferengi teeth. But yeah, no, mostly it was the Vespas. That whole chase that sucked. It. And there was a point in the middle of it. I was like, oh, they're they're going more for comedy, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, uh, somebody said, to me spike there's, "There's some bad action." Yes, my kids. I mean, that's the obvious yeah. one because just because it's. But yeah, no, it uh, weak episode. I think. Another thing, though, I saw people talking about, which I don't agree with, but they were saying like they just need. Fit to kill someone and it's like it's not i don't i don't even know he, he already killed someone anyway he shot a rocket at somebody he blew them up so i don't know what they're talking about but they're also telling a, a different story they're building they're clearly building to you know him coming to some sort of decision he's, he's making a choice to for non-violence but he's also going to come up against the people who wiped out his you know adopted family clearly that's where the story is heading and it, it, it he's going to have a choice then is he going to go back to this old version or anyway there's a lot of people don't like the show because they, they want him to be they want him to be a villain and that's just not what they're making
0: yeah there's there was a moment in it that i think was kind of telling you that i was like, i'm making too much of it at the same time but like keep your eyes on him and then he stops and thinks and sort of apologizes because the guy has one robot eye and it's like, I hope I didn't offend you by referencing your robot eye. I'm like, I don't think the Boba Fett that I pictured would have given that a second thought. You know what I mean? But like, I mean, maybe he learned a lot about not being ableist when living with the Tuscan. I mean,
2: it's also a character that had, you know, a few minutes of screen time that people have their own headcanon for what they expect yeah. them to be.
0: Yeah. I enjoyed a lot of it, but like, it's still a case of like, that speeder chase, this, the Vespas don't fucking work. It looks goofy. I understand you've got some idea that like, hey, there can be colourful shit in this world too. And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't. Fucking work! It just breaks it, you know. I mean, it like we saw what a colorful fucking young guy's vehicle looks like, and it's Luke Skywalker's speeder, and it's beat as shit, you know. Yeah. Um,
2: and but before we even before we even got to their vehicles, just they they reminded me very much of that season two plotline in Stranger Things. You know, just yeah. There was some there was some awkward dialogue when he when he first beats them, and it was just. I know they're going for kind of a pulpy. Kind of yeah, mishmashes stuff. They were going for a little quadrifinia thing there. Yeah, um, yeah, but it, it didn't quite work for no for reasons. Uh, it wasn't awful. The
0: but the chase um, as well. Um, I don't know if it's the fact that they shot any of that practically or whatever methodology they use. It just looked so fucking slow. And when you think about when we got speeders hmm. for the first time. And they like undercranked or overcranked the cameras going through the fucking sequoia woods in San Francisco, and it just felt like four hundred miles an hour with that 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 sound, that <clears throat> like that that noise of the speeder bike, like it's it told you speed. And this reminded me of the the rascal chase between George Costanza and the old guys in in Seinfeld when he's just like. He's, he's parked his rascal outside the store and the old people can't get on it so a, a low-speed mobility scooter chase ensues uh, yeah that was the image running through my head watching this scene black chrysanston, chrysanston the the Wookie um he's a cool suit and the the tackle he did at the guys down the stairs that mm-hmm. looked that was good that yep. was suitably violent looking like when they went down the stairs I went, holy shit I don't know I was impressed by that but I, I think he should have torn Boba's head off yeah that seems like that fight would have been over a lot quicker
2: yeah especially when they say that that's something Wookiees can famously yeah. do you know and, and
0: why was he dicking around I think there's a deleted scene in The Force Awakens where Chewie tears someone's arm <laughs> off and it was just like yeah well we told you he could do this <laughs> um all right that seems to be the Book of Bob effect. Have you no interest
1: or just no time, Kev? No time. No time. Um not at the moment, no time. Um, That's I, fair. Uh because like, you know, kind of I do watch a lot of stuff um that I kind of say necessarily me and Emer watch everything together. So we I try to kind of keep a balance, you know. Um we do, you know, we did watch a lot of uh, Avengers and different things of that lately, so I didn't want to kind of like uh push it too much. We watch we were watching them on Amazon Prime and we were trying to get through that. And it's not exactly the type of show you'll watch an episode of them and then watch an episode of Boba Fett If people have not watched them, um I don't know, trigger warnings and all that jazz. It's it's harrowing stuff. It's not an easy watch. Uh it's pretty brutal. It's very intense. It you're constantly in state of like uh uh I don't know like uh Anxiety. Anxiety. I think I've seen
0: some clips from it. it. It looks really unsettling.
1: It's really unsettling. It's it's good. I really don't know who I'd recommend it to or if I'd recommend it. I do recommend it, as in its amazing TV. It's phenomenal. The performance are phenomenal. There's a character in there called a the Tap Dance Man and uh they've done an excellent job of just doing everything right to make this guy look like uh uh, uneasy or like, make you feel uncomfortable, you know, like they have makeup. Is on he it. the,
0: is he the minstrel guy?
1: Yes, yeah. Like it's, his yeah. makeup is unsymmetrical. The shapes of it are wrong. It's, it's wet and dry. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like you're watching it going like, why is it, why is his makeup wet? You think it did, you know, you, do you know what I mean? It's like everything yeah. about it is like really, really eerie and it's very, very sad and tragic and a good commentary on things, obviously. But, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's good stuff. It's a hard watch. And uh, we just wanted to get through that, basically. But it was incredibly good. And that's on Amazon Prime. It's good. Uh, I'll watch that. I don't think I have. I watched anything. Oh well, we all watched Deadly Cuts, did
0: we? I am. Um, so the the exercise this week was to watch Redemption of the Redemption oh, okay. of a Rogue.
2: Exercise, you just broke my brain. You turned it. In. You you've. Confirmed I've made it it's home. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. i made work. Yeah. Yeah. You've made yeah, it. I apologise. God. Yeah.
1: There's no nah, going back from that. It. I'm sorry.
2: You ruined it. My brain. There's no coming back.
1: You know, I had a bad feeling about today's episode all day. I just couldn't shake it. Now I know why. <laughs> Don't they know. Do you know, as I said the, the word, podcast.
0: as I got halfway through the word, I went, <laughs> this is the wrong word and I'm going to get jumped on.
1: As I said <laughs> it. Exercise. I even hate it when teachers <laughs> said homework was exercise. Don't call it exercise. Tell yes. me fucking homework. Don't shit in my ah. biscuit and it at the wall. You know what I'm saying, guys? What the fuck? Like
2: you heard him? It, you heard it, him. Don't ask me what that means. You heard him. Do you know. What, you know what I mean. You know. You know. You know exactly. <laughs> yes. So yeah, the exercise. So so this yeah. week's homework. Aventur. You forgot to give us homework this week. Moon chore. a tour. Oh, silly van.
0: The thing we agreed to watch for this enjoyable pastime thing. You can see I'm fucking, I'm (laughs) not good. (laughs) I'm not good, guys. I'm not good. Are you okay? (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, The film we agreed to watch this week was Redemption of a Rogue. I mentioned Deadly Cuts because it was a second Irish film that was up on Netflix in the last week or two as well. Brian suggested that he would try and watch both. I kind of knew that Deadly Cuts would not be for him. Um, you watched Deadly Cuts, Kevin? Did you enjoy Deadly Cuts?
2: I just want to say I turned it off when they got to the competition and the snooty, the snooty hairdressers from the snooty hairdressers were being mean to them, and I was like, "Fuck this nonsense! This is some class bullshit." Don't get me wrong, I hate, I hate, I hate the upper middle class and all that, but I'm just saying any film that's trying to perpetuate this, yeah, no, it's you, yeah, that's you. <laughs> Why do you think I've been ragging on you so hard? For the listener, Aiden just pointed to himself and mouthed, "Is that me?" Uh, yeah, no, it, it, not not the fact that, yeah, it's just such a cliched fucking plot trope. I just fuck this. That's when I, that, that's when I tapped out. Before that, I you, you know, got to the competition though. For, like it yeah. takes a takes a I wasn't hating it, you yeah. know. I, I'm not. I'm not going to knock anybody in it. Um or how it was made or any of that but what really kind of turned me off is that it's just making the same sort of it's kind of this cliched idea of what Mm -hmm. Irish Mm -hmm. society and Irish Mm -hmm. people are about and what Irish cinema should be Mm -hmm. and it's like so much more there's so many brilliant talented people out there and we're making this this reminded me of like the type of thing that Tracy Jordan makes in 30 Rock when they're parodying, parodying Tyler Perry films, mm. you know, it's, it's just, I, I don't see the appeal of this and it, it's very, I think the appeal is super, super,
1: super niche. I think the only people that would find this like, it's odd, it's that it's this broad and this niche. Excuse me, can I finish? God, you're fucking class. Yeah, th- <laughs> sorry I, really I, the, the,
0: I hear a working class <laughs> accent i need to silence the proletariat
1: um but uh no it's just it's like it's really niche and it's not it's not good like i i you know okay we'll put it this here. Right? i i read declan Shabby's bog bodies over christmas i read a good few comic books and declan Shabby's bog bodies was one of them and i really liked it it was an irish story set in dublin about the gang's Uh, Are about criminal criminal activity and getting rid of uh, bodies up in the Wicklow Mountains, right? And different things that happen. I really liked it. I felt it was representative of a certain type and things like that, you know? This movie is not representative at all of Ireland, I think, realistically or all or, 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 or as a whole. It's representative maybe of a really, really, really... Niche, tiny part that's almost non-existent in terms of like, there's no like a uh, hair, like things and like the the different stuff. Like it's, it's 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 like oh god, it's like it's just it's so it's so Irish, isn't it?
2: It's just it's it's a cliched version of Ireland. Like I'm, I, I when I'm when I was saying and I think Kev Kev probably means the same thing. There's obviously parts of Dublin that have you know gang problems and stuff like that. I'm not saying those don't Mm-mm. exist. I'm saying the just this kind of cartoonish version of it's just fucking it's 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 Mrs yes, Brown it's boys silly. bullshit it's, you know it's, it, it's just I was talking to somebody the from earlier. The 70s. I, it's
0: I was talking to somebody yes, earlier and I described it as blow dry mashed up with intermission and in Mrs Brown's boys.
2: And this is the other thing is like it, so many Irish films that get made are you know they're, they're trying to they're trying to recreate the commitments. The snapper and intermission, like it, it. There's so much stuff that gets made. It's just about crime in mm. Dublin. It was the same with Love Hate. Like I, I didn't like Love Hate mm. at all. You know, I know, I know people loved it. There was good stuff in it for sure. Um, but like, watch the last season of Love Hate and watch how it started out. Like, there's a trip to a fucking water park or something in the first season, and it's it's fucking it's like bosnia or butlands or something it's like what am i fucking watching here but what i'm saying is is when stuff gets made it's just this very cliched idea of of what not just ireland but like it's like dublin is representative of the entire country and it's just yeah there's so much better stuff someone that like i have no problem with the people who made it or or the people. No, and I think I think but like kind just, of like just just, just just the stuff that's getting funded, this, especially like I don't I, I don't see this I, traveling I well this, look, to look, other other countries. I found this
1: stuff, entertaining. You know? uh, it was it was cringy, but it was like kind of. But well, the thing is, like,
0: there's just it's just finding a balance in the tone in it because I just don't respond to sort of I don't I'm not mad on the Mrs. Browns kind of I'm not either wacky shit, but Hate once it. they get into the like there's a little bit about the mother-daughter stuff that's like that's got some real heart and I feel that and then the actual violence and the sort of when it has some actual teeth to it I'm like okay that's kind of funny like there's there's a lot of it that got me through it but by the time we get Mm. to the posh people I'm like Victoria Smurfett is as fucking Southside as you can get And she's doing an accent It's like just let her be herself And that would have been
1: Oh yeah I said that as well why Do you know she, what I mean Why is she put on a Pox accent
0: She's Pox Yeah all she has to do is fucking Like the Smurfits for fuck's sake
1: Yeah I, I, I said that Me and Emer made that exact comment It's just like Why is she put on a Pox accent She could have just spoke normally
0: the, the, This is the thing When they got to the caricatures I'd like The, the judge in the jacket with the hair Is you know it's a it's a play on the guy from or the guy who does the judging on Ireland strictly like it's just too oh, I don't know that. They, they're just too on the fucking nose the newscaster that gives the cameraman shit like that just felt like a dig at a person
1: to be honest if this if this if this movie had featured somebody from outside of dublin I can totally imagine it being, like, really, really problematic. And then I probably would have been like, you know what, fuck this movie. But, like, just the tropes and all that kind of stuff. It's just not representative, representative of, like, Irish culture. And I think we have to start moving, like, away from those things. Because even even in England is moving away from that kind of stuff. But, like, it's like, even England is, like, kind of, like, they used to have the real, like, you know, uh, carry-on movies and all that kind of, like, real just, like, lowbrow, tacky humour type of stuff. They've even, for the most part, have... Moved away from it a a, 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 a lot more, you know. But Ireland is still stuck in this fucking cycle of just nonsense. But I think Brian's Brian's right though in terms of just like kind of like everybody there. I think did a good job and stuff. And I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. throw shade on them. I just think I think and I yeah. think I, I could like I actually thought um the girl with the like the girl with the glasses that was all about the science and the hair stuff. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, they they. They hit the nail on the head on so many of the people in it. Trust me, the casting and stuff is good. But, um, and, I, and I, and I, and I, the actress who, who owns the salon, like, she's, she's, she's in those things. She's brilliant. Uh, Smurfett, brilliant, uh, in lots of things and stuff. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Aidan, I'm, I'm trying to walk back
0: for you. I know, I know, I'm sorry. Jesus Christ.
2: These <laughs> all this. I, I mean it even no, all. What I'm
1: trying to say is, like, kind of, um, like if i had worked on it right kind of like i'm sure there's aspects of uh, i'd be proud of but What i'm trying to say is like i actually think we can do better and i think like kind of uh, let's move away from these things you know even even like like ireland is a hilarious country most people in ireland are good crack it's like how, how, how can we convey that on tv that's not like just redemption of a rogue did you watch it
0: yeah because yes. i try
1: to watch it after i liked and I got about halfway. through You shouldn't through. have done that. I, I, yeah, I got about halfway through, and I had to turn off. Okay, but I, I like. I, 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 I like it quite a lot. Just, I just wasn't in the place for it. <clears throat> no, I know. I think.
2: That's I, fair. I think every. I think everything I was thinking about deadly cuts, that I wanted it to be. Instead, I think this was a much better. Like a, there was more kind of unique, Irish humor mm-hmm. in it than. You know, it was still, you know, it's still that kind of mm. tropes and stuff like, I mean, tropes aren't inherently bad, but um, yeah, it, it was kind of more offbeat, it was quirkier. It was, it was a bit more, more
1: representational as well, because it wasn't just Irish people, there was like, it was, there was, it was multicultural yeah. and like, kind of, you'd be really, I think you'd be really, really wrong to kind of shoot a movie in Ireland nowadays that didn't have like, more than Irish people in it, like,
2: you yeah. know? It's one one token Eastern European, but no, person. but you know what I mean. Like
1: it's it's, it's played by an but Irish it's, person. But it's I know, I don't having like a you know, no, it is, but it um, is. but I didn't watch all the movies, so I can't really I can't really say much about it.
0: Yeah, dead air, dead air, dead no, air. You, I'm not at all self conscious now. You, you always, tell um, me, no, you
1: you oh. edit. Then you, you're the one who edit these things. You can edit the mm-hmm. dead air out. You choose to leave it in for some bizarre reason.
2: I choose to let moments. It. People need to be able to see your faces. If you're gonna let the moment hang, Aiden, you, know? you should
1: be open it's, to criticism as well. Yeah, yeah, this is really not cool. Right,
2: this is this is very delicate. Of yeah, you. I need
0: like, to know like, if this was real. Kind of, kind of tough
1: enough. I have never heard it before.
0: He's never going to tell me. He's just going to leave it at this level of fucking.
1: No, no, I do that money, job.
0: Redemption of a Rogue, written and directed by Philip Daugherty, stars Aaron Monahan, it is a black comedy about a prodigal son returning to his hometown to deal with his what previously <clears throat> abusive father.
1: I was does it, um, like, just to sort of the record, I was enjoying it.
0: The father thoughts. puts a condition in his will that he cannot be buried the day that it's raining. Yeah, and as soon as he dies, there's forty days of rain. It's kind of right up my alley to the point that like around about the time that he burst into a church and started giving out to Jesus, I went, I need to I need to Google the writer on this because I hadn't at that point looked at who who wrote the thing. Um because um, there is a train to the afterlife where he encounters people with with zombified white eyes. Um, there is a a a soliloquy to God in an empty church. Are you saying he ripped you off? I'm not saying he ripped me off. I'm saying that this person sounds like. I'm saying that Philip Doherty has a lot of the same influences and same instincts as same me when it comes to storytelling. Because for the listener, if you watch Nightlink my short film which is playing at the virgin dublin international film festival in february i think um it um has a lot of similar imagery and similar concepts and i guess tropes yeah like there's definitely some shared some shared influences um so i was kind of watching this going oh cool um uh, I guess a little confirmation bias and the things that I like. So I I enjoyed this film. Um, I loved the musical stuff, like the way walking from one place to the other played with like the band and the windows and the the street performers and stuff. It was really nicely put together. I liked all the sort of surrealist kind of shit happening in it and the the memories playing out in a super eight ratio. Um, with him playing his childhood self. I I, I liked a lot of this film. And um, getting to the point where he identifies with Jesus and then gets harried through the streets to the sort of narrative of the 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 stations of the cross i i I really liked a lot of this um, you feel, you feel some it,
1: stuff you feel it was better representatives of Ireland and the culture and things not culture necessarily but like more 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 how do I say this like more not progressive in the sense of I mean like artistically progressive maybe Dan, uh, the likes of Deadly Cut and stuff I had more to say
0: I think I don't I don't even I won't even go to whatever anybody needed to say in it I don't I don't think that I'll just look at the portrayals of Irish people and the the stuff that's going on in Deadly Cuts is it's, it's broader caricature there's definitely I guess I'm separating caricature from the concept of satire mm-hmm. right the the gambling brother who's you know up to fucking no good the the uh, the local business owner that's kind of got control of the place mm-hmm. the 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 tough guys in the town as well like these are all tropes that we saw in Deadly Cuts but they just weren't as brash or broad but then it's a completely different tonal thing it is, you know it is, it is, yeah. and so it's it's really unfair to compare the two things and you know there's people who love that end of the spectrum and i'm just like i think the the best way to talk about deadly cuts is as a viewer in that moment it was not for me this yes it was um this is where i wanted to be this has some broad stupid bullshit in it as well if we really want to nitpick you know like there's a lot of um text on screen and 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 um like i think he has he has risen on the bag, and it wind blows, and it says he is sin on it. And there's a little bit too much, like, mm, I remember, of the yeah. sort of, there's a little bit too much of, like, for me, stuff that I consider a filmmaker drawing attention to the craft rather than letting the film play, mm-hmm. which is what I give out about Tarantino doing. It. Sometimes I just, you know, title cards or chapter cards, I kind of mm-hmm. like, are not a thing that I, I don't know, I, I, I don't...
1: I don't always like them. Yeah. Yeah, because I think you made the same criticism of it. Was it Eternals? did Eternals have, have title cards or... Didn't some big movie have title cards recently?
0: Eternals had an opening crawl type of thing.
1: No, maybe it wasn't Eternals. I feel like something...
0: Some... had title cards recently. Yeah, you're right.
1: What was that?
0: It wasn't Dig, was it? No.
1: No, I feel it was a bit more of a larger blockbuster type of movie and it had like uh, these title cards that kind of well some movie we watched anyways maybe it was one of the horror movies i can't remember
0: that's interesting do
1: you remember do you know what i'm talking about we did watch something recently with title cards and you you uh you i think maybe you and brian uh kind of did it I'm keen on it
0: brian any any memory of that not ringing any bells
1: uh. <laughs> do you recall am i wrong am i going crazy or do you recall that we did watch something with title cards If anybody's listening to remember, please let us know. Did Suspiria do that? Brian, did you watch this movie? Did you? Did you like it, Brian? Yes or no? Or, yeah. Okay, you did.
2: Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, when I was watching Deadly Cuts, and like I said, one, one, one of my favorite books is The Third Policeman. And it's just this great, like, I think it was written in the 40s or 50s. and it's it's an Irish kind of take on science fiction and, you know, kind of metaphysical things. And it's just so fucking bonkers, you know? And we've got so much kind of unique creativity and voice. And I know Brendan Gleeson's been trying to get a film of, was it a film or a play? I think he's trying to get a, get a film made of The Third Policeman for a while. My, my point being is that, I want to see the fucking bonkers out there, Irish sci-fi weirdo low budget, you know, unique films. Not the thing about the thing in inner city mm, Dublin. I know. Yeah, let's that move we've seen on from a billion it. times fun of, full of yeah. stereotypes. Yeah, I, I want to see the the kind of offbeat, quirky, the, something with a its own voice. And Redemption of a Rogue was very much kind of what yeah. it was looking for in, in an Irish film. It was very it was just kind of all the things I, I want I want to see being made, you know? It was um, and I, I can see it I can see it travelling better as well oh, yeah, because absolutely. people around the world will, will kind of say, Oh you know, this is this is different. This is yeah, anybody who's gonna watch a film that's not from their own country is going to much prefer, I think I mean I could be wrong. Maybe they're like look, fucking Mrs. Brown boys is fucking huge. So maybe they'd love no, Deadly Cuts in and I know nothing. Who but, fucking knows? Um, but you know
0: yeah, I, I don't, I don't think that this. I, I'm, I think the problem is we are not the audience for deadly cuts.
2: But again, but I, I was all on board. Yeah, I thought the trailer the looked fun and stuff. It's just it. Yeah, like like I same. I saw the trailer. I think on yeah. YouTube, and I thought it actually looked I thought, totally mm. decent. So I was actually happy to watch it. It, when, Cree, when it really Cree was Cree suggested on. it,
1: or Cree had brought it up originally. Actually, sorry, Brian. Cree brought that up originally. As far as I remember. Okay.
2: Um, it, it's like I said, I didn't really have any huge problem with it it's just it just feels stuck in that intermission the snapper kind of commitments thing that if it were get if if something's getting made it's got to it's got to hit on those uh, that's what it feels like um so yeah no i I really liked redemption of a rogue
0: i i think that this actually has I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Fra- I'm. I. I actually don't know that I want to fucking keep shitting on this film because I'm trying to understand why it is what it is. But like, we're
2: not shitting on it. We're, we're saying are Like I said, I, I want to see everybody involved make something a bit more. I don't original. think that
0: this drew on in. I don't think that this drew on intermission and the snapper and whatever else. I think this drew on young offenders, and I think that missed the fact that young offenders drew on those things and was better for it. You know what I mean? I think it's missed a step mm-hmm. in its in its in its dna right it, i think it's a pale photocopy of a photocopy that's that, that, the original
1: that actually Aiden, you might have actually crossed the line there to be fair
0: <laughs> not having a great night <laughs> i think you hit the
2: nail on the <laughs> head i think you hit the. Nail
1: on the i'm only joking yeah you're dead right it's like yeah i know what you're saying they're they're drawn from the, the, the kind of success and the the aesthetic of uh young offenders which is funny but it's it's like it's a, it's something you don't see too often which is like a cork Aspect to these things where it's just like not everybody that's in an Irish film or of a certain area, or whatever is, is Dub- Dublin from Dublin. And it's just like, I know when they saw the. Success I, I, I would it,
2: say though that the young offenders film, at least, mm-hmm. I don't know about the show because I've watched the show. The film, but, but I would I say that, I would say that is more in common with Redemption of a Rogue than it does with Intermission and stuff like that because it's it's a bit more of like it's based on a true story and it's a kind of yeah. a it's an offbeat kind of look at that whereas like I said the Deadly Cuts was just kind of the, the breaking point for me was when they got to the, the competition and the people from the you know the the, up, the upper f- kind of D4, market uh, stereotypes salon, were, were snooty to them and I was just like this is bullshit but, and the the real go, go, go back go back to the, go back to the story about the four women killing yeah, way the scumbag better. let's fucking let's, let's forget this uh, oh they're from They're D4 So they're, they're mean And they don't like yeah, The poor and people I And like then
1: shooting people Live on TV box. was weird It was a weird choice of a, of a thing Brian didn't see that part Maybe not But they shot someone Live on TV It's very no. strange uh, Just um, Speaking of Irish talent I did watch a movie With Paul Mescal Oh Me too What did you watch Brian?
2: I thought it was great uh, The yes. Lost Daughter very,
1: yeah, very I thought it was Very good. good Now to be fair I can't. I'm not going to say her name. I know her first name is Olivia. Is it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Fucking brilliant,
1: Jesus. She was great. Olivia. Uh, Olivia, what? Copper. Copper. He knows.
2: He knows how to say her name. He just. Can't oh, name. okay.
1: I don't know her name. I can't remember. Coleman. Coleman. Oh, Coleman. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's an easy. Yeah. That. Um, that's why
0: I was like, you're not
1: taking a swing at that one. No, I'm scared
0: now. Um, I call her Olivia Mustard.
1: <sighs> Olivia. <laughs> Coleman's Mustard we're not sponsored a, but if, a, if you want to sponsor us if any mustard if any mustard company oh sponsor us please, please sponsor us I love love mustard oh mm, I just thought of mustard yeah The Lost Daughter very very good really good really good she is phenomenal
2: so is uh, the actress playing her younger self the Irish actress yes, she's fantastic. She, she was in The button.
1: Wild Rose, I think it's called or something uh, where she is uh, uh, wanted uh, uh, how do you say an aspiring country music singer Mm-hmm. in scotland i oh, think cool. it's her is it yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah.
2: i don't know i saw her in i'm thinking of ending oh things. yes that's the only
1: other thing maybe i'm confusing her with the the, the
0: no, the no you're you're 100 that's yeah. that's her she's um,
1: really really good oh actually god she, yeah i just great. remember something else as well but uh, yes the lost daughter really really good movie and that yeah they're brilliant in it and even the the actress who plays um uh, the actress who plays the, the mother of the, of the, the child who's, who's in a relationship with the, yes, Dakota Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think she's brilliant. Yeah. She's good. She's really yeah. good and stuff. Um, I haven't, I've never seen, what was it, Fifty Shades of Grey? She's in that, is she? Yeah, I've never seen that, but it's Suspiria, uh, The Lost Daughter and other movies I've seen her in. She's very, very good.
0: Mm. The, the, those Fifty Shades movies, very much like Twilight, they kind of like put a, like a a limiter on people's careers for a few years we're we're not the
1: demographic so
2: (laughs) it did start out as a Twilight fan fiction terrible Jamie 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 Dornan
0: was so good in Siege at Yadaville and um, The Fall The Fall and looking at him again in Yadaville there are trends that move through Hollywood he has he has a Cavill vibe to him you know before Cavill put on all the muscle but you watch *Siege of Jadotville. I don't know if you've seen that,
1: Kevin. I've not. I've, I, I've no. My dad actually knew somebody who was quite prominent at the time uh, there. You, sh-
0: you should really check it out. It's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a little atemi at times mm-hmm. in terms of like there's a lot of gun- a lot of shooting going on and nobody getting hit. Um, but it's very good. It's very good, and he's very good in it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. And, yeah, I know, um, I know,
1: yeah, yeah. My, my, my dad knew And he, knew just, con- got, he
0: yeah. just got contracted into three bloody Fifty Shades movies, and he's had to get through that. Sorry, he'll be Batman yeah, in six years, that. I right. mean, He's just we, doing we, a Patterson we, on
1: it, yeah, potentially. Um, but just the-
0: Because th- he's got a new show or a miniseries called The Tourist airing on BBC at the moment, which is getting good reviews as well.
2: And apparently he's he got good reviews for Belfast yeah I think. absolutely so
0: like I'm kind of this is sort of in my head this sort of last six months is sort of the, the second coming of Dornan
1: could be could be anyways just on a side note because I have just it's positive in my head I think we'd be wrong because we, we we have said it in the past and different things like that like we would be wrong not to mention and I'm Jesus I'm the last guy in the world who should be saying this because I can't pronounce anything but Sidney is passing
0: yeah, um so
1: did we we didn't go
0: into that last week, did we? Week he we he passed on?
1: away on Friday, so you wouldn't have been able to.
0: Right. So, um uh, Sydney Poitier passed away at the age of 93 or 96. I'm not too sure. Uh, um Yeah, so basically just a pillar of uh American cinema for the last 50 years or throughout the 20th century. Uh, the Heat of the Night is great. Yeah. Sneakers. Yeah, guess who's coming to dinner? Um, those are the the two big ones I know from and, him.
1: And sneakers, I know he's not the leading man in it, but sneakers was a good one. I haven't seen sneakers. Sneakers, uh, Robert Redford. It's kind of it was in the nineties, and it's basically I remember I watched it with my dad uh, only a couple of years ago, like so. Kind of that was hmm. the last one I kind of vividly remember watching with with um, Sydney in it. And uh, but it's it's a good movie. I really liked it. But it's funny because it's kind of like uh, it's like on the cusp of the internet becoming a thing and like hackers and stuff you know mm, and yeah. that kind of stuff like kind of like basically like kind of probably one of the first movies uh, in my memory that would have featured like say security on a grid or network being mm-hmm. disabled that kind of stuff you know sneakers it's, it's a great one it's it's good fun but um obviously yeah in the heat of the night and uh oh, the who's coming to dinner is it Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Guess who? Guess who's coming? Guess who's to do coming to do it. Yeah, yeah. Re- remade, of course, with oh, don't, um, Ashton don't, Kutcher
1: don't, and Bernie Mac. Don't go there. Yeah.
0: The other one then is uh, Betty White. Betty White passed away. Passed also, Um well, I so. That. Did Peter Bogdanovich, who, who I don't know, Peter Bogd-
1: gets overlooked. I don't know him. Pe- he's a director.
0: Pe- yeah, he's a director. I, I read a fair amount about him back in back in the college days, sort of thing. He, he's funny. He's kind of like that part of that like sort of new wave 70s cinema that mm-hmm. like Spielberg and Scorsese and Hopper and and like that generation of people were in, but he was a little bit older than them mm-hmm. <clears throat> and had sort of worked his way into, like he was a film critic as well and had worked his way into the sort of like um, studio system a bit. So he was, he was mm-hmm. still the younger generation, but he was you know, he was trying to learn from these old masters. So he was kind of just this little bridging position who like loved, you know, John Ford and, and that whole era of golden, like golden age of cinema stuff. So well, he was kind well, of this bridging.
1: What films would, he, would people know about him? Because I, I didn't know him. The big go... one with him is is The Last Picture Show. I see. I don't know. I don't remember that now. To be honest, I don't think I've watched it. That's, that's
0: the sort of most famous one. Um, <sighs> Paper Moon is him as
1: well. No, I saw that, but I saw them mention it, but I didn't. But Betty White, I can't pronounce this man's name. And Sidney Poitier. Sidney
0: Poitier. No,
1: I know I can say p o Oh, Peter, Peter Bogdanovich. Yep, him. Uh,
0: Bogdanovich. Bog, uh, um, Bogdanovich. I'm
1: not aware of him, but Betty White, I was actually, when I saw that, I was like, ah, God bless her. Because it wasn't too far away from her 100th birthday, was it?
0: No. It was frustratingly not far from her hundredth birthday. I'm I'm a completist.
1: Yes, I know. I'm a, yeah. I'm a pedant. Yeah.
0: I had I had a great aunt that lived to be ninety nine in eight months and I was
1: just like oh. I did. I did kind of when it's, I saw like, it. Like
0: I know that last four months is probably hell, but there's probably there's just part of me that's like couldn't hold on for Well they long. don't have
1: any choice. But um I don't know. Or maybe you do think. They but maybe um they do. no judgment. But uh Betty White, I thought well actually to be honest when I saw it, I thought, oh god, there's a bad omen for twenty twenty two.
0: Or as somebody said suggested, if everything goes right from here on in, Betty died for our sins. She is the new Messiah.
1: Oh fair. Fair.
0: That that is the other way to look at it.
1: Well, as the start of the year goes of a about a podcast, uh or for a podcast that's about uh content and movies and media and TV and stuff we did lose three significant people that made those things better, that contributed to those things and made a rest in peace. Just a few honorable mentions because uh, The Lost All are very good. Unforgettable, I think it was, with Sandra Bullock. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if you've watched it. Um, I was, I, I really enjoyed it. Brian, did you see it? It's, it's, no. it's good. I liked it. Um, and Stay Close, James Nesbitt. I don't know if you've seen that on Netflix. It's a limited series. It's only like, uh, eight to ten episodes. I can't remember. Um, well, it's like it's a murder mystery type of thing, you know. It's a detective murder mystery thing, and it was actually one of the ones that I didn't see coming. It was just like it was like a
2: really like, <laughs> hang on, we did, what were I, mean, I
1: didn't
2: I, you yeah. had not figured it out? Did you watch it? Okay, I watched you it. Figured, and like, did you figure it out? was entertaining? But yeah, you're a genius. I, Aiden, are you going to watch it
1: no I'm not
0: going to watch it
2: but uh, oh, I'm going to spoilers okay or... uh, spoilers for 30 seconds spoilers for 30 seconds she's the only spare character who's the common thread like all the murders are happening at the nightclub the guy she said has come back they never show him so she's clearly lying she's the yeah, only character okay. who could be I, because I, she's like, the in hindsight
1: I was like why did she say that they had to bring her up bring, bring this and bring that you know but uh I, I yeah. look, the thing is like Eddie Izzard, James Nesbitt, um
2: uh I enjoyed it, but like it oh god, I, I would love to do a just a map of the characters and the connections because I haven't read the book. I don't know if it's the exact same in the book, but talk about confusing, you know, convoluted for complex. It's just every character has a connection to every single other character and it's just it's so clunky. I like. I, I, it. It, I, I enjoyed. No, no, no. It. I was watching. It. I, I watched it all. It was fine watching it, but like retrospectively. But the um, thing is, like the thing is, it's, it was, it's just so. And those two cat, those two killers, are from another fucking TV show. They did no, not I did
1: not understand either. Right? But I liked, fu- but like. like that, that, that was I, bonkers. Exactly. Right. So I totally agree with you. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have a clue how they were there, but I was just like, you know what? I've seen yeah. loads of like cold, hard-nosed British murder mystery detective shows in the series and all that kind of stuff like. <laughs> this was a little bit wild and it was really fucking wild in Paris. And I was like, who the fuck? And there's another character, another character. And then these bonkers fucking characters in it. Like, um, I, I liked it because I thought it was really entertaining. And I have to say, like, I, I totally respect all the things you're saying. I think like that's legit, legit <clears throat> things to say. Um, absolutely bonkers. I, I fucking loved it. I thought it was great crack. It,
2: it, it was a good diversion. Absolutely. But, but yeah, it was, it was, it was absolutely a good diversion, but, um, just it, yeah have you watched the other stuff with that the uh twi- the netflix have adapted I say, Sorry, at the
1: very end no spoilers not to say it but the realization that they come to at the end i was thinking like what's the deal with like why was he there and why why did he do that and i was watching i said that's the same name like yeah. but that's the only thing i don't know that's the only thing i don't know and then at the end when they reveal it yeah. it was just like oh my god, god that's brutal but i liked it i liked it i have to say i really really liked it so
2: netflix Netflix did a deal with that writer and they've adapted a bunch of his stuff into shows and some of them are set in Poland and Spain, I think, and then they've relocated a couple to the UK. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's one of the things that kind of didn't work in this one, I think, as well, the relocating to mm-hmm. Blackpool. And just, like, she, she disappears. Oh, I know, I know. she
1: disappears and she has a and, brand and she, new life and it's like 20 minutes on the road. She,
2: like i can see that working in in new york or even just in america where like she could be in a different state or something but uh the the guy's looking for her for eight years (laughs) that she's she's still i know
1: here look i know i know like there's stuff like i definitely like i it's like i I think it's i think it's a good thing about my brain it's like i I can know i can overlook (laughs) layering flaws it's a coping mechanism obviously for something but that's it. that's another episode for another podcast. <laughs> another show, a different show. But uh I thought it was I thought it was good. I really liked it. Really liked it. Oh wow, the show is what that person wrote then, so I can check him out.
2: Uh Safe. That's Next the one with um Michael. Yeah, I watched Hall. it. Yeah. I liked, yeah, yeah. It. I liked it. it. Okay. Yep. And um The Stranger, which is also with uh, Richard Armitage. Um so the guy playing the photographer mm. in this is kind of the lead character mm. in another show called The Stranger with a uh, Hannah. Joe Kamen who was in Ant-Man and the Wasp, mm. uh, I actually put that one on because when I was reading about Harlan Coben, because oh. I was just like trying to figure out who is this guy and like is he American or English or whatever. And then I saw that oh, The Stranger was another one they adapted. I was like, oh, I haven't watched that. I was like, I'll put but it's that, that on there. Person comes back knowing all the secrets I've, or something. I've not watched it. Yeah, I've watched all of that. I've I for <laughs> I no completely way. forgot I'd watched. It. I turned it on. It was ten minutes. It was only when Hannah Joe Kamen showed up, I was like, oh, I've I've seen this. I can't remember a single thing that happens in it, except I think Stephen Ray's house gets demolished. I watch it. I watch it. Giles from Buffy is in it, and that's I, about I remember like I watched one. Oh, and uh, Dennis Dennis Penis is in it. Whoa, whoa, hang on, what's his name? He's a bastard. He's a right bastard, Dennis Pennis. He's not Dennis. That was Penis, the I'm character. In, I yeah, name? Paul. A, no, not Paul. Whitehouse. That's not the right person. Dennis K. Paul K. Paul K. Penis. Paul K. I think. What did we see him in recently? Oh, he was in um, "Anna in the Apocalypse," wasn't he? Oh, yeah, I he love was, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. What well, I was gonna say, uh, uh, I watched I watched an Netflix show, and it was about like a woman is a lecturer in a college, and she has a student that is kind of obsessed with her, stalkery weird things, and she the student ends up sleeping with her husband, and this all comes out, and it causes terrible issues for the for the woman, her father. is
2: is this is this with Amanda Seyfried? Is it a it's film a TV or a TV show. It's show? Not
1: Amanda Seyfried. It's a British actor. Okay. Um, she, she was in Canadian Street and stuff, okay. and she's she's actually great. Uh, and I think she's in Criminal Criminal. Uh, you know Criminal, the interrogation show on Netflix. She's mm-hmm. in that.
2: But um, leave him alone, Aiden.
1: What? What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I can't remember the name of the show. I could Google it, but then Aiden's going to give it out to me because he can hear the clanking of my keys. Google away I won't do it I won't do it because then you'll text Brian privately and say I can't believe he did it
2: nah he'll just say it he'll just say it on air
1: anyways I feel like something I've done something wrong now I'm sorry Adam
0: no you've done nothing wrong you've done nothing wrong I'm just sitting quietly trying to not grind things to a
1: halt well you managed to do it <laughs> without
2: even saying anything
0: just jumping back in here at the end of the episode to say that we are very excited to announce that we are going to be joined next week on the 24th of january by comic book artist koi fam he has worked on the mighty avengers and teen titans for marvel and dc respectively we're very excited he'll be joining us to talk about his art mentoring programs his comic book art career a little bit and we're going to be looking at the amazon prime series hannah at his suggestion If you're curious about koi, head over to KhoiFam.com, K-H-O-I-P-H-A-M.com, and you can get a look at his work and information around his mentoring programs. An easy way to make sure you don't miss an episode is to subscribe to the podcast and go and follow us at The Endless Cast on Instagram. Thanks, everybody. See you next week.